Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast where I am joined by someone I am so excited to talk to. We met very randomly um, and it has been a love affair of reality TV shit talk ever since. You may know him as Sasha Belly from RuPaul's Drag Race. So this is Jared aka Sasha Belly aka Frisbee Jenkins. (laughs) Hey how's it going? How are you? I'm great. How about you? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. I feel like we've talked about this forever now since we met. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, as somebody who's been on reality TV, maybe you can provide some insight because apparently I'm looking at things wrong, <laughs> according to people on the internet. Why? What are they saying? Well, you know, some people just like the whole rena of it all. And even with Real Housewives of New York, the recast and everything, I'm just like, I cannot fucking do this shit. Like some of y'all kill me. Okay, you really kill me. <laughs> it's, I mean, they, I, I mean, I have a lot to say. It, it gets really frustrating because I feel like they're so focused on um, the, you know, how many people are watching, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, are we watching at this point, especially with like Beverly Hills, are we watching because we like it or are we watching because we're protecting Garcelle? You know, the like- amount of times I have asked myself, like, why are you watching this? Why are you watching this? And the, like, I honestly, I do want to protect Garcelle because I don't want what happened to Ebony to happen to her uh-huh. because all of these people saying like, obviously this week, if anybody is, uh, hasn't didn't see BravoCon was last weekend, they announced the new cast of Real Housewives of New York that will be Real Housewives of New York, like as we know it, I'm using air quotes there. And then there will be Legacy or The Loser Show as Ramona has called it, which no one called it The Loser Show, Ramona. You did, you feel that way. Um, And, you know, people are already upset. Like I have seen so many think pieces, so many like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, this is all Ebony's fault. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to do a resurgence of this. It's not, it's not Ebony's fault. If And Ramona has said, you know, she did an interview that I was just like rolling my eyes at. If Ramona is such a great reality TV star, if Louie and Sonia, Ramona, all of them were so great and they were the pinnacle, the top tier, you're telling me that Ebony K. Williams was strong enough to come in and ruin all of that. No, that's not true. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I mean, it's the same with like Garcelle on Beverly Hills, you know, Um, people are complaining because it's a lot about race now, but it's like, no, these women are falling apart because they don't know how to act. I mean, clearly they don't have people of color in their lives and they're just acting a fool. I mean, the way that they treated Ebony was in 
sane and now they're blaming it on her like exactly and to be honest like i listened to part of the um interview with ramona and i just had to shut it off because delusion delusion lives thick in that woman's mind (laughs) she said something along the line she goes well you know ebony's a wonderful woman i think she's just better suited for the view or fox news or whatever and she goes on to say that they do these test shoots which i'm sure everybody knows about and ebony did hers with luann and she goes she never talked about race or anything with luann well, sweetie, I don't meet somebody for the first time, especially not in a work environment. And I'm just like, so where do you lie politically? Do you think my life matters more than yours? Like, I don't say that. It comes out in casual conversation. And unfortunately, when she got into the group, got hired and was in the group with y'all, y'all showed your asses. Uh-huh. Like y'all really showed your fucking asses, but that's her fault. And I saw somebody try and say like, Leah's not to blame either. And I was like, I don't think anybody was talking about Leah here. Like nobody, not no offense, Leah, but nobody was talking about you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, the fans are so they they could be so toxic, and you know I've definitely gone through that with the RuPaul's Drag Race fans as well mm-hmm. because they love the drama, mm-hmm. but then they always need someone to blame, and it's like you can think Ramona is quirky and funny and psychotic, you can think all that stuff, but then still know that she's racist, you know, and that she voted for Trump. So it's like, there are other women in the world who are also quirky and crazy, you know, and funny, who aren't racist and voted for Trump. And maybe they're on that new cast. So people need to shut up. Exactly. Get excited. Exactly. And, you know, I'm the believer of, I really think, especially now, like I've been watching these shows for so long, I really think that we need to like housewives need to rotate. I don't think any housewife should be be able to be on their franchise for longer than six seasons consecutively. And I get a lot of heat from that. People will be like, what? What about Candy? What about Kenya? And I love them. I don't think there's ever been a time where I really thought that they should be off the show. It's just for the sake of these stories moving along and preventing things like we had in New York and things like we have now in Beverly Hills. I think that we need to rotate them. I'm not saying that they can't come back, but for the love of God, Kyle needs to take a break. That's why we're here now. Yeah, yeah. Kyle needs to be fired. She She's the root of all the problems. People want to blame Rena. People want to blame er- Erica called Dorit Boring. It's Kyle. Kyle, Kyle is, it all roads lead back to Kyle. I I know that you are, (laughs) I know that you are a Kyle, like you have your theories. We're going to talk about them. I will say though, I, I, I agree with you. I agree that it all leads back to Kyle, but with Rena and Erica, those two are fucking characters of themselves, of themselves, especially Lisa Rena. Like I just said to my friend earlier, I said, I'm just baffled because I never was like a Lisa Rinna apologist. I wasn't a Lisa Rinna fan, but I did understand that at one point, at one point she did make good TV. Uh And part of me is like, bitch, what's wrong with you? Because I watched her season with Kim when all that shit went down with her and Kim, Kyle's sister. And I was like, well, hold on. None of this shit is okay. I never even thought the shit she did with Yolanda was okay because I'm not about to talk about people's health. You tell me what you got. Okay, whatever. I don't, I'm not, I'm not touching that. It's, uh, she, she was like, when she first came on, it was like, she was so bubbly and fun. And then everybody was getting really over Kim because she was getting so nasty. So when she threw the glass and everything, no one seen anything that wild on Housewives. 
and everyone was really excited about it and now we look back and we're like she was crazy but yeah it well and do you know what drives me crazy also is when because i just said this earlier as well it drives me crazy when there's a fight on one franchise and people will be like no absolutely not but then when there's a fight on another franchise new jersey everyone's like well it's fine whatever i'm like i've never seen people physically assault one another like those bitches in jersey like they they physically assault each other like because it's tuesday i mean jennifer aiden just threw a drink at joe gorga and melissa at BravoCon in the middle of a hotel yeah what the fuck oh i i cannot i'm so sick of the gorga judice ggj whatever family drama like it another example of why people need to be phased out like exactly exactly teresa I don't see because I can't stand Joe and Melissa. And I also like Teresa, I, she is so problematic to me, but sometimes she is so funny and so charming. But then other like the problematic shit that comes out of her mouth, I'm like, no, no, mama, Mm-mm. we can't do this. It's like, and then Jennifer Aiden is riding her coattails and she has all these stories on why she threw a glass of water. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> she literally goes she goes did you see all those men in that lobby just not doing anything while joe gorga yelled at me well i wouldn't do nothing either i just think like i it makes me wonder how much of it is actually real now it, it, i feel like it is real because it, they literally missed her wedding so i feel like they wouldn't have agreed on that like hey we're gonna right. bring this beef back up but you have to miss my wedding i don't think they would have done that but like like with with kyle I think that she pushed Kathy to the point or she wanted to get Kathy to a point. She wanted to get her riled up to expose her. She wanted Mm -hmm. Kathy to go off. Well, she didn't really get it on film. Um, Maybe a little bit when they were um, at the hat store or whatever. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, I think she was trying to get her there. And I think she was using Rena as well to do it. And then I, I think Kyle's in on it. I think well, did you see the never before seen where um, mm-hmm. Erica said, I, I agree with you. I do think that Kyle is in on it because that never before seen, which why it was a never before seen. I don't know. Why are we not I, putting this shit in the fucking show um, where Erica says, you know, Kyle said, well, I'm glad Erica says, Kyle said, I'm glad that somebody sees what I see. And Kyle was like, that was private. I'm like, so who is going off of the plan? Because it is clear that somebody is. Somebody has gone astray. And I think it is Kyle. I don't, I think Renna and Erica are like, bitch, this is what we agreed upon. Exactly. Yes. Yes. But you know what I think? And I said this, my my theory keeps evolving. So I said before, I think that Kyle was in on it until she until whatever Kathy said that they don't want out and at first at first I thought it was about their mom big Kathy because you know they're so tight-lipped they're so protective of her even though she's you know gone now but now I think it's about Kyle I think when Kathy was going off which we will never see I think what was said was something shocking about Kyle that no one knows and I think that's why Kyle is now like fuck and I think that's why (laughs) Kathy sent the cease and desist because she's like, okay, I'm sorry. I said that. I put your business out there. I'll fix it. I'll send the cease and desist. Because even at the last episode when Kyle was like, we confronting Erica and saying somebody on your team is putting out stories, we can get that information for you, to you. I'm like, now Kyle, you don't care. You, why do you care suddenly? 
<laughs> I okay. I'm. I would love if that's the case where something comes out about Kyle that Kathy said. But my theory is that Kathy, um, that she wasn't expecting Kathy to apologize. I think she was expecting Kathy to be like Denise and be like, what are you talking about? I didn't say anything. And when mm. Kathy apologized right away, I think Kyle had to pivot and be like, oh God, well, she apologized. If I keep attacking her, then the audience is gonna hate me because they love Kathy. So yeah, I think she, she, she jumped ships and caught Renna and Erica off guard because why the fuck if you if if someone is sitting in your living room and telling your sister that they have a black heart, why are you not why are you not kicking them out of your house? She attacked Sutton for uh, calling Diana soulless, but oh, she doesn't care about her sister having a black heart. And 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 the way they were laughing this week in this week's reunion, mm -hmm. when they were talking about Rena's um Instagram and stuff, and oh god, Kyle was just laughing and being like, "No, girl," <laughs> and I'm like, "They're together. They're if you if all this time had gone by, and Rena's just attacking your sister, attacking your sister on Instagram daily." Wouldn't you go into that reunion just glaring at her, glaring at her, ready to fight with her? But no, Kyle's laughing and smiling. Well, honestly, Kyle was on Watch What Happens Live last Thursday, I think it was. And somebody said that, like there was a viewer question or something. And somebody said, like, do you not like have an issue with Lisa's social media? And like, what kills me about Kyle is like her thinking before she her pause before she answers questions I get it I definitely would probably benefit from like from pausing before my mouth <laughs> just starts going but things like that it's like yeah obviously I think it's fucking bullshit you know what I mean and she's like I mean obviously it gets me on hot water and like da, da, da. I'm like then block her because the thing about it is when Kathy showed up at the house to apologize and sit down and have the talk she like picked the flowers when Kyle opens the door they have their little like like cute little joke they're like hello my lady and even Kyle's like hello that's your sister that is your sister okay I don't have any sisters I have a brother but I'm not setting my brother up for that shit and for damn sure you cannot get on fucking Instagram and just go off and just keep posting about him posting about him posting about him because I am going to clap back at your ass like really fucking hard well yeah and kyle um why 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 hasn't she done anything online to say rena please stop she hasn't written she hasn't wrote anything like that and you can't tell me it's like you, you can't say well kyle doesn't post like stuff like that on social media yeah, that's bullshit because when she was laughing about garcelle's son getting mm -hmm. screamed at mm -hmm. and the world turned on her she was putting post after post after post, apologizing, explaining herself. So why wasn't she posting on all those other days saying, Renna, stop attacking my sister? Exactly. But she also did tell an interviewer about, like she put, she did all those posts, like you said, but then she also told an interviewer like three days later, because I remember I was on my honeymoon and my husband was taking a nap. So I was all in it. She was like, I won't be answering questions about this anymore. I'm like, bitch, if you laughed at my son getting told to fuck off, you're going to answer the fucking question every single goddamn time I ask it anytime I want to ask it, because let that be her precious Portia. Let that be one of her yes, girls. You yes. literally have got to be fucking kidding me. Like the well, even said that. Well, it's not my kid, you know. Exactly. I was like, if somebody cussed at Phoenix or Jagger, you would be 
a wreck and I don't even fucking want to hear it. Now, let me ask you this. What do you think is worse, evil or cunt? Uh, um, cunt. Okay. I don't even know why the fuck we spent any time going over <laughs> that because one of the words has to be bleeped out. One of the words literally has to be bleeped out and then we can just say evil. So this is not a debate that we're having, but of course oh the internet God. has been doing what it does. And they pulled up the clip from a couple years ago when oh, Brandy, Kyle. when Brandy called Kyle a fucking cunt, which <laughs> Brandy, problematic fave. The woman, ugh. But she yeah. wants to keep them bitches in check. I'm not really a believer <laughs> of like, bring so-and-so back, bring so-and-so back. Brandy had them bitches shook. Yeah, if they can't find anyone else, because I love Garcelle, I love Sutton, I love Crystal, but they cannot step up to the plate as far, they're, they're too classy. I, I want them there, I want to keep them, but we need someone who's out of control to say, Kyle, you don't get, um, you don't need a tampon because you don't get your period anymore, bitch. Oh like, God, we need I someone like she that. Said that. <laughs> no, but and, you know, I feel like, even it, it, the, the stakes are different with Crystal and Garcelle because they're minorities, they're women of color. So especially with Garcelle, as soon as she pops off, even yeah. when she turns to Kyle and she goes, no, 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 wait a minute. Kyle was like, me? Yes, bitch, yeah. you. I'm talking to you. I'm looking at you. But she won't get there. And I and I understand because I've been there too. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm just not. I'm not because I can't. I don't have that luxury. And like with Crystal, even though when I saw Crystal tell Kyle, you got to stop. And when she told her, you're just scared because you don't want to get in trouble. I said, yes, bitch. Yes. Tell her ass because she is, she is. She got a little bit of heat about the whole Garcelle and paying the, um, the charity thing, a little bit of heat. And she crumbled. I believe that she does not. She's so terrified, especially yeah. because she's been on the show for so fucking long. Well, that's what I said. Like, okay. So I've not always been against Kyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, seasons one and two, she was a villain, a straight up mm -hmm. villain. Everybody thought Camille was the villain, but I saw through her and I was like, this, this is the villain, but I liked her because she owned it. She was evil. And to her she sister, didn't, yep. She didn't give up. You know, I thought this until this year that her season one tagline was, um, in a town full of phonies, I'm not afraid to be mean, like M-E-A-N. And I loved that tagline. And then and I you just found that it was me. <laughs> yeah. But it's but it's I'm not afraid to be me. And I'm like, of course, that was Kyle's fucking tagline. Oh, because oh, she's yeah. so open and honest. If Shut I <laughs> hear her say, like her saying the word honest drives me up a fucking wall. Because seriously, honestly, truly. Her, you're not being open and honest, oh. girl, to who? You are, Crystal is saying, I'm saying my truth. I'm being honest. And you're saying, no, no, it's not. First of all, do you know how dangerous it is to tell a woman of a woman in general, but especially a woman of color, your truth is a lie? Oh, she, she's literally talking about how microaggressions affected her. And, and, Kyle, and Kyle said, no, you need to stop you need to stop. And, and she just, she, she, she's like a dog with a bone. She, she can't let it go. She wants to take Crystal down. You know what? If Kyle, you know, Kyle's going to be back next season, mm -hmm. unfortunately, but if Crystal's not back after how she got, how, after she chewed Kyle's ass up at the reunion, if she's not back, then we know for a fact that Kyle has a hand in the casting. She does. 
She absolutely does. And you know, at the beginning of the, or like the middle of the season, Kyle tried to say like, I don't know if I'll be back next year because this season was really rough for me. And honestly, watching these first two parts of the reunion. Yes. Watching these first two parts of the reunion. I'm literally like, you are sitting here telling us like this reunion was really rough for me. And I know she's talking about Kathy, but I'm like, mama, it has not been good up until we haven't even seen Kathy yet. This is a terrible reunion for Kyle. She is comes off worse than she has ever come off yeah. ever. Like ever. I, she told Crystal to calm her tits. I rewound it and listened to it over again. Yes. When During Crystal, the reunion? Yes. She, you can barely hear it. So when Crystal and her start going back and forth and she tells her like, Kyle, you got to stop. And uh, Kyle says, no, actually you got to stop. And they start going back and forth, back and forth. She goes, first of all, come your tits. And like, it's very, I rebound it so many times, but she says it, she tells her to calm down. And I was like, oh. Oh my God. It's so, I was so proud of Crystal. I was so proud of her that she stood up to the OG of the show. Me too. Who's who's the real bully of the show. And Mm -hmm. like you were saying before, it's so sad that these women have to collect themselves when when they should be able to scream at them. Uh, Garcelle's talked about it in interviews where she's like, I don't want to be perceived as the angry black woman. And it's mm-hmm. so sad that she has to be scared of that. Um, and, and they've done such a horrible job of being friends with them, getting to know them because they they're have. so, the Fox Force 5 is just like, we are the Alliance mm-hmm. and fuck anybody else on the show. and and. Garcelle has to monitor everything that comes out of her mouth when the other women get to just laugh about their social media outbursts or throwing Garcelle's book in the trash. Uh, they were all laughing. And Andy, even Andy, when he pivoted away from that so quickly and just focused on the recycling and was giggling with the girls, the look on Garcelle's face. Oh, she was about, she was trying not to cry. It Which was so and, sad. and I get like I get it because I've been in that situation so many fucking times where like and for me I I can't speak for Garcelle because I'm not her for me I'm like bitch I am pissed and if you think that I am not a ready to rip all of you a new fucking asshole you're you're you are out of your mind but also I realized Garcelle in part one and part two she's looking at someone off to the side. She is looking at someone off to the Uh side. And I want to know if it's a manager or producer or what, because like there is eye contact there that's happening. And I'm wondering like, if that person is like, don't walk off, like don't, because she told, she told them, she goes, I'm not talking to Diana anymore. I'm done doing this. You know what I mean? And I feel her. I like, it, it takes an extra type of strength because like, do you think that like Garcelle doesn't want to go off on Diana? And even when, um, they took the break and they showed the ladies like talking to each other separately for lunch. When Erica and Rena say, how about Garcelle saying she thought one of us sent the bots after her kids. And you know what? That's what causes the division. I said, after you watch this season, you're going to side with Diana. The way they jump through hoops and just every streams, rivers, oceans to not understand where she's coming from after i watched that and after those bots are literally naming you guys by name they're saying stop leave diana alone leave erica alone things like that yeah you why would i not think that why would i not think that my child is in tears i'm not fucking worried about you but you guys want to say me thinking that has caused division in the group are you well (laughs) oh god and erica i love what garcelle said 
um, I have to stick up for all of you. And Erica, out of everyone, says, you don't have to stick up for me. I'm like, bitch, this was all because of you. You started it. If she does not be, her and Rena drive me crazy doing this. Shut up. You guys, there are sometimes when you just don't need to say anything. Yeah. You didn't need to say, you did not have to stick up for me. You do not have to worry about me. Fuck off. First <laughs> of all, fuck right the fuck off. Okay. And, so, and you, we saw when we're not concerned about you, how you act, you have a fucking breakdown. Oh, because I actually care about victims. That's oh. the result of not caring about you, Erica. Actually, that's what happens when we don't care about you. You have a fucking breakdown and Lisa has to usher you out of the house in Aspen. But also, <laughs> Renna, when Garcelle talks about her book and uh, built, like ha- having that, all, the, the um, being in the room with Bill Cosby or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Renna's like, oh, Oh my God, I got chills. Oh my. Bitch, I saw somebody on Twitter say, honey, you would literally know that if you wouldn't have thrown a book in a trash. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm serious. Like you would have. All I didn't think she, about that. That's the first time she heard the story. Oh, it was so funny when I saw it. Cause I didn't think about that either until I saw oh. somebody say it online. I, oh, Garcelle, talk about, talk about listening to your gut. Oh, wow. wow. I I literally was like, they were like, girl, if you wouldn't have thrown the book in the trash, you would know that. I was like, oh my God, no, but really? Because and you, all you're mad about is that Garcelle retold the story. She retold the story that we already saw. That's like Lisa Renna writing a book and she can never mention the bots, the jacks, you know, that part of her life. Are you well? And the thing that kills me about Lisa Renna, we talk in Bravo and everything because I don't know what the fuck is going on. We've talked about all of this. Lisa Renna's daughter got on the TikTok and told us all she wanted for Christmas last year was her parents to pay for her trauma therapy. And then she goes into talking about that they're not talking to her and that they won't come see about her. We haven't mentioned it at all. Yeah, where's that? Why? Well, and talk about talk about the classy women on the show. The other group didn't bring that up on the show i would have because you know if the tables were if the the roles were reversed renna would have brought it up right away they would have mentioned it all yeah they would have mentioned it all okay and my they're better than me because i would have been like lisa is everything okay i saw saw delilah had a little something you know what i wish (laughs) you know what i wish garcelle would have thought of when she said that harry hamlin was the one who threw the phone away in that picture I wish Garcelle would have said, wait, so you're telling me Harry Hamlin saw my book in his trash can. What did he think about it? You know, because she's self-protective of Harry. Oh, that wouldn't have been good. You know, that man, that man spends most of the time in Canada. He don't live with that woman in them rats. He does not live there. (laughs) Lisa lives with her mice. She talks to them and she talks to Instagram and that's it. And that little bird. Harry Hamlin does not live there. He does not pay a got attention to a goddamn thing that woman does. I could not imagine. And that's why she keeps getting away with it because no one checks her ass. No one. No one fucking checks her ass. Well, yeah, now, she's probably just going next there by herself. Oh, n- n- ugh, for real. I want to talk about this book in the trash thing because not only what's the rub for me, the revelation that Lisa actually threw the book in the trash, but then to take it a step further because Garcelle told us we're not telling the whole story. And she said, let's tell it. I sent everybody my book before it was released. 
Rita did not even read the book. I want to know how you went to the exact section of Garcelle retelling that story. You did not read the book, but you knew that was in there. So you looked at it and then you tossed it. Okay. And then you gave, you sent it to Erica, but here's my thing. Garcelle, you called actually your lawyer called Garcelle's manager and you threw a fucking fit. And Garcelle reprinted her book with that out of it. That's pretty nice. That's beyond nice. That's literally the epitome of a white woman temper tantrum. Because let it be me. I'm yeah. like, no, baby, I was there too. Beep. Nice to talk to you. No, and this is where Andy drops the ball so oh, hard for me. Disgusting. Because, because Garcelle told that story for a reason. I don't think she said the words, I'm sorry. But that whole story was her explaining that she had no ill intent when she mentioned her daughter in her book. And that when they got to that point with the with the lawyers and the managers, they agreed to take it out. So that's kind of like owning her shit and owning up to it and take and, and kind of apologizing, you know? So maybe she didn't say those two words, but but Andy should have been like, Rena, how do you feel about that then? Do you feel bad that you threw the threw it in the trash? But he didn't say that. Instead, he's like, what about that recycling? No one gives a fuck that they don't recycle. Oh and no, God. her and Erica can shove that shit up their fucking watertight assholes because no one online was like, you guys don't recycle? They live with rats. Look at their cabinets. <laughs> we can tell that they don't recycle. That's Just right. by the finish on their cabinets, I can tell that they don't recycle. Lisa Rinna has not re rehabbed that house since she bought it. Now she's refinanced it a couple of times because she's had it for 30 fucking years and it's still not paid off, but that's a different story. Damn. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I just, when Andy did that, I seriously was just like, and I've long said, I have long said that I don't feel like Andy can facilitate conversations with women of color, black women, because I hate how he handles Potomac reunions. I hate how he handles Atlanta reunions. I just don't think he's equipped to do such but he for right. damn sure cannot facilitate conversations of insensitivity between women of color and white women and i saw people online like we're not here to talk about microaggressions you're right we're not here to talk about microaggressions however they keep happening yeah. i don't get in my car every day and anticipate talking about a car accident but if somebody hits me i have to talk about it yeah and but that's why we have a reunion to talk about what happened this season. So why don't you talk to the Fox Force 5, the Fox Force 4 now, hopefully mm. Fox Force None. 1 or 2 next year. But like, I, they're just so, they're so ignorant. And not just with racism, it's, it's just like when he said, you got physical with Sutton and Kyle just starts laughing laughing and Sutton is looking at her like girl you hurt and she even said girl you hurt me and Kyle's like well we joke we joke she know yeah and, and it's like oh, oh my god <clears throat> Kyle seriously and when she was on watch what happens live last week she still she goes well I didn't first of all Garcelle's birthday party was obviously popping because they were all fucked up <laughs> like all of them were fucked up I said you know what my girl knows how to throw a party that there's a testament to that. But she said, well, I had a little bit too much to drink at Garcelle's party and I didn't realize how hard I was grabbing her. And then I apologized to her the next day. But at the reunion, she doesn't say that. 
she does not say I apologize to her the next day. I called her and apologized to her. Like she's like, people said I bruised you. And Sutton even said she goes, No, that that was makeup, whatever, but you did grab me hard. Like I and that unseen footage, there was more of her grabbing her on the dance mm -hmm. floor. N not only that grabbing her on the dance floor and then wh whatever party the hair the 70s party when they like we got that funny picture of Sutton like surrounded by all of their hair but I there's there was a clip in there behind I don't know if it was behind scenes or not but it was like somebody was like these women throw Sutton around like a rag doll she simply got in the picture bent down got in the picture and like Kyle was like, don't block my hair. And Gar, or not Garcelle, Dorit goes, don't block her hair and like pushes her down. I said, the way I would have to box you, box you bitches. Like, I'm not <laughs> fucking kidding. Touch me one more fucking time. And even Garcelle said, Garcelle was like, you, she, or Kyle said it. She said, yeah, Kyle, Garcelle has said, you need to stop touching me. She's like, I'm a touchy person. Okay, but you need to stop. You <laughs> I need, I need Andy. Well, we need someone different, but I need Andy to really make it clear to them at the reunion how dark this show gets and how it's really, really getting harder and harder for the viewers. Sure, their ratings may be going up, but it's because we like Garcelle and Kathy and, and you know, Sutton and Crystal, not because we like Erica and Rena. <laughs> like, no, no so, but for real. And he needs to like really let them know like I, I, Kyle grabbing Sutton and telling her that she's lying about two miscarriages is probably one of the darkest things we've seen on the show um what Garcelle has had to put up with this season you know with her with her son and everything I mean uh Erica it's not fun Erica telling Crystal she can't eat a chicken tender like oh god oh, are god. these and Erica goes, I said the wrong thing. And it's like, no, like the only person who said something real bad this season, who has owned up to it in a real, to me, who, who seemed so remorseful was Sutton um, talking about, sorry, I wasn't held at gunpoint. Sutton, that seemed really legit. And like, she, you know, really regrets it. I have mixed feelings about that because- I, I was immediately annoyed at the beginning of the season when Kyle was going around to every <laughs> single person. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can you believe what happened to Doreen? Can you believe what happened to Doreen? I have been robbed at gunpoint before. Okay. I have. I like, I get work Sutton. I don't think I wouldn't, that those would not have been my words. I think Sutton often misspeaks. She yeah. often misspeaks. However, what Sutton's dad did to himself, that's very traumatic. Oh, yeah, I, I bet I, I'm not surprised that she, the blockers went up. Yeah. I'm not surprised that the blockers went up. I'm really not because that is, oh, I could not imagine. It's, it's awful. Okay. I'm not saying you're getting robbed. It was not awful. Like, yeah, it sucks. Like that really does that uh, they need to get a better security system, Teddy. But I just like, I, I got it. And I was just like, and also those women don't give a fuck about Sutton. They don't give a fuck about what she said. They don't give a fuck about that. They just care about, Oh, I can look, Oh, I can look, I can look like the victim now. I can look like the victim now. And like, even Kyle, when, Garcelle talked about microaggressions and then Crystal said, yeah, that's how I felt. And Kyle was so quick to jump down her throat and be like, no, because what you felt wasn't true. 
And even Andy said, you two are talking about two different things. And I realized that even before Andy said it. But my thing is, Kyle is the one that took that out of context. Not Crystal. (laughs) Not Crystal. Kyle is the one that took it out of context. Because the whole time, I have to reiterate that Crystal was the only woman of color in that conversation with Kyle and Sutton. Therefore, Kyle saying, oh, I didn't think it was dark. I didn't think it was this. That doesn't matter, boo. You're white. That does not fucking matter if you didn't think that it was X, Y, Z. That's a literal point of microaggressions. It's called, they're called micro. Like, yeah, you can't turn around and say, I felt I, this way. You also should feel this way. But that's I, what Kyle does. She tries to police what everyone Everyone, on the show. everyone. I mean, she's always done that. Like even with, but like it, it does, it adds more to it when it's Garcelle and when it's Crystal because it's like, girl, what the fuck is going on? Like, I really can't. Now, next week we have the finale and I'm, I'm glad to be here because we've been watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills literally since like years (laughs) since may since may when we started watching real housewives of beverly hills i was not married (laughs) (laughs) i was not married i am now wed into my marriage like it is so annoying to me but we get to see kathy i am i don't even know what i think because remember uh rena has those manila envelopes behind her oh god and I mean, I've I've long said I want them to stop bringing shit to. I don't want to see any motherfucking envelopes or anything at any more reunions. Do not print off a text message. Just show the phone, send the email with the screenshot in it, and then show it to Andy and show it to everybody else. I am tired of the props. I really fucking am. Oh yeah, same. But yeah. I think I just think the cease and desist are in there. Honestly, I just think that it's she has the cease and desist, which I don't know if you can technically show those. I don't fucking know. I'm definitely not a lawyer. But it's like, Rena, I don't give a fuck that she gave you a cease and desist. I don't care. I just hope that Kathy doesn't come off too rehearsed. I'm really nervous about that because just the clips they showed us that, you know, we're all screaming and excited. But what if she's like, um, all right, so Rena, listen, um, there's there's something that I want to say. Um, okay, here. You, you are the biggest bully in Hollywood. So like, what if it comes off like that? It's not going to, because let me tell you something, baby. Kathy Hilton, she is a Pisces, which means she is hey. a rehearsed, she is a rehearsed individual. Y'all be rehearsing in your heads, okay? Don't even, do not even deny it. Y'all rehearse. <laughs> when Kath, so in like, Everything Kathy does, when I found out she was a Pisces, I said, oh, that tracks. That tracks. And I said, Pisces versus cancer, because Lisa's a cancer. I said, the battle of the water signs. I said, oh, this is good. This is rich. Because Rena can't help herself. Rena cannot help herself, but make herself the victim. And like, Pisces, y'all like to be victims too, but you're strategic about it. You're strategic about it. (laughs) And I have to appreciate it. I have to appreciate it, okay? Like, so when I don't know why seeing Kathy say, do you remember saying, Hey, I get it. Hey, I get it. I laughed so hard because why did she say that? She's holding that water bottle. Just looking like, I get it. I get it. I'm like the fact that that's how she hears Lisa. (laughs) I think that I believe that Rena was like, I, you know, I get it. And the thing that's crazy is Kathy has not said, no, I didn't say that. She hasn't said any of that. She said, I lost my temper. 
just like you lost your temper in Amsterdam with my sister. Yeah. And I still, th- I still think that Kathy planned this with Rena. That Kathy what? I think that Kathy planned this with Rena. I think that Kathy came on the show to avenge Kim. Oh, so and she, I think okay. she I played the long game. No no, no. no, no, I think she played the long game. I really do. Oh, yes, you said this on a previous episode. Yeah, I think that oh, she played she's playing the long game because again, Pisces, but also Kim said to Kyle, Kathy would never do this. We know that Kathy told like a media outlet during an interview one time a long time ago, like I wasn't happy about that. And I'm I'm pissed at Kyle about that. I don't appreciate that. How she let Rena you know, run up on Kim like that. ran away. Oh my God. Ran away. And she was the victim then too. I still have no clue why she was sprinting, sprinting out of that fucking restaurant. Like she was in Halloween. She, that was her audition. I bet you she didn't even need to fully audition for Halloween, (laughs) the revivals. I bet you she was just like, look, I still got the rundown. I still got the rundown. That was your reel that she sent in. Oh my God. It was, I bet you it was. But seriously, I think that in some way, shape or form, because Kathy Hilton has been, she, she thrust her daughters into the limelight. Like she, there's their mom, big Kathy. That's what she taught them to do was to be famous. Kathy Hilton has been on a slew of shows before. Mm Mm-hmm. She loves this. And then when she was interviewed at BravoCon and they were like, will you be back next year if the same cast is back? She goes, no, not if the same cast is back, but I'm just a friend of. I said, oh, girl, that's a Pisces. (laughs) She said, I'm not a full-time cast member. I'm just a friend of. I said, said, oh Lord, I don't, I don't know what they will do. And you know, I don't, I'm very curious about the whole contracts being up thing because we do know that that's happening. Contracts are up. Everyone's saying, did you see the clip of, um, BravoCon where Erica says like, it's like, who do you think the next couple to break up will be? I don't believe that. Like, I really don't buy that. I think that her and Dorit are in cahoots. I think that she gave them a storyline. It's just all giving rehearse. And that's what I cannot stand about then. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to see no fake beef. I want to see real beef, you know? And okay. So the robbery, I was like, everyone was like, bitch, this is fake. This is fake um for a storyline or for insurance scams whatever Mm -hmm. and then everybody's well not everybody but then people are like okay it was real then we saw her cry you know and now that this erica thing has happened i'm like that robbery was fake this is two seasons in a row now she's had to create a storyline she got robbed at gunpoint and now she now erica has hurt her in her marriage i seriously even that fucking weird ass story where she told like Oh, I was in Berlin and uh, this man came up to me and said, hey, you two chicks in porn, fucking Paul Kimsley. I'm like, first of all, you're on irrelevance. Where do I, because I was like, I'm paying attention. I didn't like not stop paying. I didn't stop paying attention. Why the fuck did you just say that? This is like, your good friend. And this is the first time she's hearing this story. Exactly. I was like, what the fuck are you even talking about right now? And Kyle's but, paying back for her jewelry that was still, I'm just like, what? Oh God, I forgot what about are y'all that. Doing? they're saying some crazy shit they really are just little tidbits that i'm like i hope that they're probably like trying to pick up on but i really if they keep the same cast next season because andy is getting his ass eaten alive on the internet i know he doesn't care it's not going to change anything it's like he's andy cohen it's it's not going to change anything they can't keep it they're trying all they look at is ratings so that's why they had the same all they added was diana this season you know but 
they Which should have, see how that worked out. <laughs> they should they should have switched it up this season. It's like just because you have good ratings doesn't mean you can try to recreate it again the next year. You really have to look at what the I mean, they booed Rena and Erica at drag or at BravoCon. They booed them. Yeah. Well, so the re yeah. The reason they had good ratings last season was because everyone wanted to know what the fuck was going on with Erica, yeah. which it was a wash. I didn't really, I didn't learn anything else that I didn't like already need to know. And I'm like so fucking tired of her being like, it's legal. It's legal. It's legal. Mama, you're not a lawyer. You're not a lawyer. You are not a lawyer. For legal reasons. Like I'm not appealing. Oh God. I like for whatever. Well, I know for what reason I was bored at work today. I like got on a whole thread about people arguing whether or not she should give the earrings back or whether she shouldn't. And like, here's my thing. And I've said this about Beverly Hills before those women are like very much so believe once you are rich, you should stay rich. And that's not necessarily always the case. If you got rich off of the backs and off of at the detriment of others, widows and orphans, then no and erica is fine she's on a tv show she may not be able to live the life that she lived with tom but she's on a tv show she is still living above well above you know the rich line okay so please give the fucking earrings back sanitize them turn them into a pawn shop and give the money and somebody was like well i hate to break it to everybody that money is probably going to go to american express and the uh credit card tos good i don't care where it goes because if i owe american express and baby you do too okay because lord knows i'm tired of them fucking calling me <laughs> like, <laughs> like seriously i like if i owe them you need to pay them too i don't care where it goes to y'all got debt pay it the point is to pay it. Why are you fighting so hard for these fucking stud earrings? It's very weird to me. I just, I, Beverly Hills was like my, my gateway into Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and watched Atlanta and New York and um, whatever else, you know, and, and I watch them all, but Beverly Hills was always my baby because that was my gateway. And I loved mm -hmm. Vanderpump and then, you know, and then I loved Brandy and I, I loved Garcelle and Sutton. And so th there's always been a reason to watch it, but damn, I, it's so manufactured. And even by all the ladies, even all of the ladies, mm -hmm. like you can see Sutton make the decision in her mind. I'm quirky Sutton today. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm the yeah. Sutton that calls someone a motherfucker, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, they're, they're all just so rehearsed. Like, I cannot have another season of them going to a launch party where it's just them at the launch party. And then they all get there and kiss, kiss, kiss. And then they sit down in a circle and awkwardly look around to see who's going to be the messy one that starts the drama. Mm -hmm. And then it's always Kyle. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's not how parties happen. It's that's not. Why, that's why Aspen... Uh, the few bars they went to in Aspen, they, they started kind of branching off and having side conversations. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's how a real party works. It lady. is. I don't want to see you sit down and have this, this playtime theater that you've put together, you know? Exactly. And well, here's the thing also, it would be, it would be a little bit better if all of them all of them were on the same accord of like who we are doing or who we're doing, who we're going after, or what, what the story is going to be this year, but it's not. It is so obvious that it's the Fox Force 4, 5, flop, whatever the fuck you want to call them. And then the other three, Garcelle, Sutton, and Crystal. It is so fucking obvious. And that's, I, it's just, it's so 
hard to watch. It's so hard to watch the double standards, everything. I will say this. Don't you find it also, don't you find it weird that those women are so triggered by the mention of LVP? Like literally when Andy was like, weren't you filming with LVP recently? And Garcelle goes, I was. And all of those women go, oh, 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 bitch. Okay. I hope the check cash. <laughs> like that, that, do you guys don't like her? I get it, whatever. But why is that like a, oh, oh, we're talking about a dog. Like y'all got rid of that one over a dog. A dog. In se- selling stories to online. Okay, well, Erica's assistant, publicist, whatever, just got popped doing that. Selling stories. So you're admitting that all of y'all sell stories. Oh, so this, so this goes back to the beginning. Exactly. This goes back to the beginning, to season one, when Camille and Kyle were off camera. I think Kyle did say those words to Camille. Who would want you there without Kelsey? Yeah. Oh, I do. I believe. Fuck yeah. I, I think she said that. it, and I think she brought Kim on the show because she wanted to take her down mm-hmm. and expose her for being an alcoholic. So she got that done, and then I think she. I, I think Vanderpump leaked stuff. Well, maybe, maybe not leaked, but I think that she was. Um, she I, had somebody I, I do her dirty work. I think she was masterminding stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure she was. I'm sure she did say like, there goes our fucking storyline. But the thing is, Kyle was in on that too. Exactly. You know? Thank you. Kyle, Kyle probably told Brandy to say the thing about the magazines in season four, just like Kyle said, hey, Brandy, do you want to come over? Um, We all hate Denise because she's a fan favorite and she's beautiful. Brandy, do you want to come over and get some screen time and say that you you had sex with her? And Brandy (laughs) popped a fucking pony on real fucking quick, didn't secure it and was over there in 10 minutes. She was over there in 10 motherfucking minutes. And you can tell by the way she put that ponytail on because that ponytail was hanging on for dear life. Please let's never forget. But like, that's what I've always said too about um, the whole LVP thing. Y'all know that Kyle was always in on it. She was always in on it. And I think Kyle could not stand because while, as long as LVP was there, Kyle was going to be number two. Yep. She was going to be a shadow. And she saw a opportunity where it was her time to shine and she took it. Yeah. She She took it. She saw Dorit try to kill that dog. Mm -hmm. And she knew Vanderpump was mad. And she knew Vanderpump was mad. She said, this is it. Hey, Teddy, my new, my shadow. Let's go. God, I shudder at her fucking name. And mm. and because uh, with with the Kim stuff, like she, it it makes no sense. If a woman threw a drink, an alcoholic drink on your sister, who's a recovering drunk, a recovering alcoholic, and then create a shiv also try to strangle her if literally you all these things you do not become friends with that woman no and that's no. one of her supposed best friends, best friends. Oh, she, the only reason they're friends is because they talked off camera and kyle said i'm really glad you did that because i hate my sister kim she and hates now, both of them and now that's why that's why i that's why you and i think this is all set up with her and renna and and because she's happy too Lisa even says like, oh, it's a different, same thing, different sister. Lisa, why don't you get out of them sisters business then? Shit. Cause you look pathetic. Like yeah, you look pathetic as fuck. Why don't you like, go pay your daughter's bills for, for, 
yeah, trauma therapy. I cannot, I can't believe that wasn't brought up once. But speaking of trauma, let's pivot to Salt Lake City. <laughs> trauma. <laughs> besides, yes. besides, I I have said this before, everyone's heard me say it. There's a sober storyline coming in Whitney's future because for three seasons now, Ooh. I have seen this woman get drunk. Wait. And she is not a graceful drunk, I should say. It is very obvious all the time. And it's like, she is the bad weather. She doesn't even need Heather. It is the, <laughs> she is the tornado. Because watching her bring that up, like even Jen Shaw, Jen is like, uh, I have heard those rumors. Uh, like no one wants to engage. And she's like, part of my trauma is I have to speak my truth. Honey, if Lisa sucked dick for jazz tickets, that has nothing to do with you. <laughs> Whose dick Lisa sucked for them jazz tickets has nothing to do with you. Who? who what's the girl's name who said this at Angie. the jazz? Angie. Oh my God. Angie. That's how I knew how fucked up Whitney was because she kept saying Angie. She goes, well, we, well, we have to ask Angie. Oh, Angie cool. knows the truth. Let's call Angie. Angie will tell us. And, and she just kept saying Angie. And then... <laughs> Heather threw her across the room. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny as I'm sorry. But like, and like, honestly, Whitney's like, you throw me into a wall. Mama, you got in my face. One thing I'm not about to do is get in Heather Gay's face because I believe she would yeet me right to the fucking side into them blinds, just like she did you. She said, girl, get the fuck out of my way. I said, oh, Heather, Heather is climbing to the top of my face. Oh, like yeah, very, yeah. very quickly. I, because I because even when they were getting ready last week, when they were getting ready for the lingerie party, Heather told Whitney, I, when they were sober, well, Lord knows how many, how much a drink Whitney had had at that point, but she did tell her, she goes, I don't think that you should say this. And I didn't hear that. And Whitney goes, you don't think I should say anything? And Heather goes, no, I don't. <laughs> and then she's there cooking steaks, cooking steaks. And all of a sudden she's like, did you hear the rumors? And it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like yeah. we've all already agreed that. not to not to bring this up. Okay. Not- and you're you're an idiot for trying to catch Meredith up. Meredith you went to law school. She was a lawyer. She's very strategic with her words. She, there, you brought it up, Whitney. You brought it up. That reunion where Meredith was a lawyer. Oh my God, that was so good. When she was collecting all the evidence, so then she gave it out. And she's like, listen, wait, did you not say that? <laughs> exactly. And listen, while I think Meredith Marks is definitely on a quaalude or something at all times, <laughs> I definitely, should. she knows what she's talking about, okay? Does she sound like she is sedated half the time? Yes, but she knows her shit. And that's why she's so calm. That's why she's calm enough to be able to like calm Whitney down. Cause she's like, okay, girl, I don't really care what you think was said. Like I need Meredith to be a little bit more messy though, because like she's like you said, she's very, she's very strategic with the words. She's very calculated. So when they were sitting in her backyard and she's like, well, I heard that she trades favors, you know, but then everybody was like, oh, so you're saying that she, fucks for you know this or that and meredith gets online is like i never said that i never and i'm like of course you never said that okay oh yeah yeah. she was setting whitney up to be the mess oh she she really was and i listen i am not necessarily a meredith marks fan i'm really not um her and her son get on my fucking nerves but 
but because I, everyone talking about like, oh, Brooks is all grown up. We met Brooks three years ago. He's in his twenties. We met him grown up. Oh, you're talking about that, that, that video with him and Gia. And Riley, and, Riley and, and Gia, Riley. we watched grow up. Brooks, yeah, we're no. like, we're like, we just this, met this man. always been grown. We just and, met this man. And Meredith protects him as if he is a preteen. You know, and she, did you call my son a pussy bitch? You know, like, <laughs> like that part I get, but what Why I could even on the show, <laughs> what I could not deal with because I had to text so many of my friends last year. Cause I was like, mm. I said, is twink now a slur? Cause they were like, they called him a twink. I was like, that's a compliment. <laughs> I was like, well, it's if the description fits. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I get her protecting because she, again, very strategic. She was like, Brooks has never talked about his sexuality. And we were like, okay, you're right. He's never, he never talked about it. So we, we don't know. You, you know what I'm over? This might not be a popular opinion. I'm over the merch that they're creating. Um, Cause she, she had that hat that said, I, I heart half of Mm-hmm. New York, you know, and I'm like, ooh, that's good. That's a read. She's wearing that to piss Lisa off. But then today on her Insta or something, she she said, all right, all of my I fucked half of New York merch is live and it's shirts and hoodies and hats. And I'm like, yeah, she should have stopped at the hats. Like that hat was clever. That was good. But much like Brooks's tracksuits, like, honey, let's get a little bit more wind underneath our wings. Like before we just ever, and that's my thing with these new housewives. Like Leah did it. Everybody does it. Everything doesn't have to be merge. I know. Because at the end of the day. It it makes it seem like, give me money, give me money. I I don't want to see my housewives begging for you to buy their merch. I want to know that they're already rich. And at the end of the day, Y'all are never going to have the one-liners like Nene. Y'all are never going to have, like, you are not going to be the most quotable housewives. And the thing that kills me is they generally have these, this merch, like as soon as the episode goes live, they're like, merch is live. I'm like, so y'all knew that you, yeah. I'm like, y'all knew that that's what you were. Worldwide, yeah. Bitch, I'm worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to, that was good because I was looking at my podcast numbers the other day. And like, it, t- it breaks it down and like where, and what countries and everything. And I had some listeners in other countries and I uh, sent a Snapchat to my friends. I said, bitch, I'm worldwide. <laughs> that was a good one. But like, now it's just like, like I said, Leah does it all the time or did it. And I'm just like, girl. Who's Leah? <laughs> Leah Black. Oh, Leah from New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here racking my back. I am oh. dead. That's why when people are like, People are trying to blame Leah. I'm like, girl, no one blame Leah. We don't even think about her. No offense, oh but we God. don't even think about her. Okay. <laughs> she threw the tiki torch one time and everyone was like gagged goop for that episode. But I am just like, like, I can't, I I'm agree with you. I cannot deal with the merch either. It's too much. Like, d- let it simmer. Let the fans decide what the hilarious, funny line was of the season for you instead of doing it for yourself you know what I mean yeah but the the thing okay also the thing about Salt Lake City that's killing me because up until up until this season I have not been entertained by them and I it's still early because I'm notorious for stopping like not watching Salt Lake City halfway through the season because they start to bore me they're doing a good job so far but I just Whitney's storyline about her family not like it's I, oh, she's the Dorit of the season. It's all made up. 
I don't know if it's somebody had to remind me that we had met her dad because I completely fucking forgot about that. And like, I can't keep up because I literally thought her and Heather were first cousins. I didn't know that they met and then realized they were cousins because of the Mormon shit. (laughs) I thought they were like first or second cousins that they grew up together. They did not. But I am just like, I'm so confused because I'm like, okay, you said you've been abused, heard. I wasn't there for your childhood, but like, what's going on? Because you want to talk about it or you don't want to talk about it. And her brother and sister make me so uncomfortable. Oh my God, so weird. Her sister has chaotic energy, even through a TV screen. Like, I... (laughs) <laughs> it's like my sissy and it's like you have to work through it and you have to i was like what the fuck am i watching <laughs> it's just weird and she always is having a shaman or something or some like healing circle or uh whitney like it, yeah oh my god i'm so exhausted by her i saw this tweet that said we going on three seasons of whitney in a healing journey Girl, bitch if you don't get a lexapro and move on i <laughs> died <laughs> i died i said no but really no but really because like what the fuck is going on i forgot that we knew we met her dad in his bad wig because that thing was fucking terrible but oh, she's like yes yes I did meet him i and think i forgot I- I think I I forgot about I think that was very traumatizing for me the hair that I had to lock lock that out of my memory I will never forget the first time I saw him like I looked to my left looked to my right I said we I'm supposed to not say anything about this (laughs) like I'm really supposed to like first of of all none of them did first of all he had a level one black box hair dye on his head and you cannot convince me of anything else if it wasn't a level one black box hair dye it was a wig from party city <laughs> it was a fucking wig from party city because what the fuck was go i uh, i don't get it i don't fucking get it but them being like the abuse the abuse and i'm just like okay not to, i'm not saying i need to be all in y'all's business but what are we talking about i need to know what we're talking about because whitney keeps trying to relate it to the other women yeah it's it's very awkward it's very weird and it's you know it's just not something that you come out swinging like at the beginning of the season with and make it your like i think whitney's so terrified that she'll get fired if she doesn't have a storyline oh she is oh this is my storyline but it's like yeah but but that's my problem with her and with a lot of the housewives is they're so manufactured that's why the reason i watch the show is because of lisa because lisa's like unhinged she's like a Ramona you know that she does not know what's coming out of her mouth that's a good analogy she's running through the room crying like bouncing when she's running out of the room she her tagline even you know like a normal tagline you say like two lines and you have that pause in between like um what's a good example um where you have that like that cadence where yeah uh, I'm passionate about dogs pause just not crazy about bitches but lisa last season was my favorite thing ever when she's like you don't have to like me that's okay i like myself enough of the both of us somebody <laughs> said i cannot remember who somebody said it sounded like she was on the taco bell drive-thru and they said we just need you to phone your tagline in really quickly and she was just like you don't have to like me i like myself enough for both of us a diet coke please no but really like that that is how it sounded because it didn't sound like she spoke it right into a microphone 
And it was just like, so like, da da da. But her comparing her to Ramona is good because she is just so like, even when she, when they were like, I'm sorry, last week when they said like, your friend with the jazz tickets she knew immediately what they were talking about you could see it in her face yeah yeah you could see it in her face she was like and she goes i'm sorry i don't i don't know what you're talking about and then it was like somebody yelled and action and she goes are you serious? oh my god i was like bitch what are you doing because i would just that's so ridiculous like heather said like no one sucks dicks for utah jazz tickets like lakers maybe she goes i would suck a dick for a burger before utah jazz tickets like they're not that i couldn't even tell you anybody who plays okay that's not a fair thing to say because i know like four basketball players and it's not because the team's there (laughs) but i just like no one does that so please please it's like one of those things where it is ridiculous but the thing that killed me about this episode when we're pivoting to talking about Whitney v. Heather, Lisa says, I mean, come on, Heather could stand to be a little bit more, um, what did she say? Sympathetic like Sympathetic, yeah. She goes, she needs, the sensitivity chip needs to be replaced in Heather. Mama, we're literally talking about whether or not you sucked dick for jazz tickets and Whitney believes that Whitney is arguing with me because I don't believe you suck the dick for the jazz tickets. And you're telling me I need my sensitivity trip. Oh, Let me tell you something. Like if you say that in view, it's anyway, that I suck dick, a dick that was not my husband's for any type of anything. And then somebody's like, you're being insensitive to that other person. I'm going to be like, yeah, that bitch, fuck that bitch. I don't care. I don't I don't care what you're going through you're trying to tell people that I suck dick for jazz tickets and to get my tequila in stores <laughs> I was like what is going on here but also they're at Dirk's Bentley like whiskey row or whatever the fuck that was I was like what is going on Lisa is the best I mean I'm sure she's a horrible person and she I've never seen anybody besides Ramona say completely the wrong thing in every single scenario but i i love her she's crazy <laughs> and she it's her son when he said fudge college <laughs> oh my god that was the most mormon thing i've ever heard in my life because i grew up around a good deal of mormons and like li- literally i was like that's that's very mormon actually that's fudge college i was like oh good god i just i don't i don't know why the fuck Lisa because I that's what was bothering me Meredith was just sitting there like okay I'm gonna drink this bottle in 1942 which I would have been doing too but Lisa it's just lost in the sauce and then she's like I have to start talking about this I'm getting traumatized every time I hear about jazz tickets and sucking dick I'm like then why are you sitting next to Whitney because <laughs> I still wouldn't be talking to her ass Whitney went through the entire house. She is willing to end a friendship because somebody does not believe her that you suck dick for Jessica's. Well, you know what? I didn't hear that fucking nugget. (laughs) And it's like, the whole situation is so simple. Like Heather literally said before they even got drunk, she goes, I don't remember hearing her say that. Like, I, I don't remember hearing her say that. And trust me, I've been there before where I've been like, girl, you were standing right there. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And somebody's like, I didn't hear that. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you about what you heard and what you don't, because I don't hear a lot of things. 
<laughs> that I should have heard. I just, I don't fucking know. And the fact that Jen Shaw is just walking around in lingerie about to go to jail. Full glam. <laughs> a full, full glam. <laughs> Doesn't leave the house without it. I cannot help but wonder how much money she is still spending on glam or if these people are doing this pro bono because that's what confuses me. But I've said it before Ooh. and I'll say it again. Jen looks good this season. Oh yeah. She looks oh, good. Her promo look. Oh, she looks good. Yeah. I always say a serve is a serve is a serve. I don't care. I may not like you. Kyle looked really good in that Mike Ruiz shoot. Oh, she did. And I liked her um, reunion look. You did? I did. I would wear it. <laughs> the face, the face, the hair, 10 out of 10. Kyle's work looks good. That dress. Oh, I love the dress. I almost like it. I almost like it. I, I, I don't, I can't quite get all the way with it. I give it like eight an 80. I love it. And I liked Erica's dress until she sat down. It's not a sitting dress, but it looks great when she's standing. Um, but then, but then her hair is all big and she's, she's already taller than all the people on that couch. So she just looks like a giant. <laughs> I see the same thing from Erica. Like, honestly, I feel like I've seen Erica wear that exact same face, exact same hair, exact same dress all the time, every fucking year. So that's why I just not that I don't like it. It's just like, I've seen this before. It's not revolutionary. You know what I mean? Garcelle, I will give her this. When I saw that look, the full body, I said, mama what but it is a sit-down dress i don't know i don't think it's an anything dress you don't well, i think if she had worn pumps with it instead of thigh boots because mm. those that didn't go with that dress but it's it's like the it, the ruffle the lace the rhinestones the boots like there's well it would have looked better with big big hair you know than that little ponytail i don't know there's would you do the big hair because of the call the collar like yeah, i don't know if i would, would do big right. hair because the of the collar i thought the hair the hair the face everything good the only person whose hair like severely severely bothered me was sudden sudden ah, oh, i i literally <laughs> was like i was perturbed by that hair because there I don't you agree like the the style the thought it within itself I got where they were going but they fell so flat and when I mean flat I mean flat as in why the fuck is her hair that flat volume 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 and the ponytail should have been longer longer her her makeup could have been more severe the dress was awful awful you sound like Michelle Visage right now <laughs> <laughs> you know who looked the best was crystal crystal did look the best but the, and that is because i like that crystal is not going to waver from who she is you know what i mean we're probably not ever going to see crystal in like 22 inch bundles and a heavy eye look and i appreciate that yeah i really do appreciate that i mean she's gorgeous naturally yes yeah, she don't need it <laughs> yeah that's that's totally fine you know but i think kyle looks great i cannot even though she gets my nose she looks right the work 10 out of 10 yeah 10 out of 10 and i like that her kathy and kim seem to be going to the same surgeon because they still <laughs> maintain they they look alike still well and they look young yeah kathy's they look, kathy, kathy looks amazing kathy's facelift amazing 10 out of 10 
honestly, truly. But okay, let's go on to uh, Potomac. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want to be very honest with everybody. I cannot go into another Potomac season where we are going to be divided like we were with Monique v. Candace. I just can't do it. There's already been so much discourse online. We believe women. We do. (laughs) But But Giselle. You're a button there. (laughs) Giselle, what she did there, um, very problematic. Very problematic. Now, do you think that when... Candace and Ashley sat down and Ashley originally said something. Do you think that Candace knew then like what was, what they were trying to push? She, yeah. I mean, how could you not? Like, I think she did too. There's, you can't be on a show like that and just talk about anything without one, you know, wouldn't you, wouldn't you be paranoid? Oh, fuck. Yeah. And the thing that makes me sketchy is because Chris and Candace came out and said this week that the picture that they showed on the screen, that was not even the story that he replied to. He replied to a story of Robin and Ashley and was like, y'all should have came to the W or said should have came to the W. And like, as the wife of a restaurant general manager, if my husband were to text my friends that I'd or message them, I don't, I would not care. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. And I want to, I'm wondering if we're going to see like kind of a division in the green eyed bandits because Robin is very much so like, uh, uh-uh. faces. Yeah. She's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't, y'all are tripping with this one. Like Michael Darby, a creep. We got like no denying that there. <laughs> he did that to himself, but Chris, it's like, y'all are reaching far for Garcelle to, or Garcelle for Giselle to say like, I was un comfortable but I didn't feel like he tried me but I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god when Candace looked into that that camera directly into it and said what are we doing she said this is what we're doing I said oh my god it was so good well and it's a good point because it's like I mean we're talking about manufactured drama a lot this hour you know and it's Mm -hmm. like here goes Giselle again, you know, like she's, she's, she's kind of like the Kyle or the Lisa Vanderpump of Potomac, it seems like, you know, where she's, she's always like, did you hear? Did you hear? She just doesn't deliver it well. Like even with Mia in the whole cancer thing, this is what cancer, no cancer looks like. I don't even like Mia, but bitch, I would have boxed you. Ooh, why would you? I would have boxed you. Why would you even have risked that? What if she actually got her cancer diagnosis that morning? Why? What a what I don't a, care if I was lying, bitch. I'm a box you. Are you fucking okay? <laughs> I was like, my jaw dropped when she delivered it like that. I was like, what? <laughs> I would have read her so fucking bad. She would have forgot about Wendy. She would have forgot that Wendy was she was even upset with Wendy because bitch, are you well? Like, that's not how you bring that up. And same thing, same thing with Meredith. Karen got their asses because they're they tried to be like Karen doubted her. That's not what Karen said. Karen said, I think her delivery is different, but we should hear her out. Mm -hmm. I said, ooh, and they got that on a loop for y'all. I mean, it seems like they're all clocking in, which is exciting. And I hope there is a division in the Green Nine Bandits because not that I want like good friends to fall apart, but they can like have different point of views for one season because it's a click. It's, 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 it's another alliance. It's the same thing. Yeah. Even if it's two people, it's an alliance. Like how excited are we that Candace and Ashley are on good terms? It's exactly. exciting. 
it, 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 yeah. Karen and Giselle are getting along. It's exciting to see the alliances shift. And that's our big problem with Beverly Hills is it's been the Fox Force flop for how many years, you know? So, exactly. But, but it's been the Green Eyed Bandits for so many years. So it's like, this could be Robin's way to kind of get more in the spotlight. Cause that's everybody's problem with her is that she's like uh, Giselle's number two. Mm-hmm. And, like, and don't get me wrong. Like I, there are certain things that Robin does cause she's an Aries like me. There are certain things that Robin does and I'm like, yeah, she's an Aries. I can see that, but I don't necessarily want to see them fall out. I don't want to see that, but no. it's refreshing to see her say, hold on Giselle. Yes, yes. You're taking this too far. I don't think that this should be a storyline. I don't think that this should be go where you think it has. And Chris and Candace both said that they were very thankful for Robin this season because she stuck up for them and told them the truth. I said, that's exciting to hear. I think that she definitely needs to get a prenup. Okay. And actually, I think she doesn't need to get married to that man, remarried to him, but that's a different story for a different day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think, I think housewives like Giselle are very much focused on like we it's probably competitive you know Mm -hmm. they're like oh well there's the erica drama on beverly hills oh there was um i can't think of his name this the stripper gate on atlanta bolo bolo um stuff like that (laughs) Or, or jen going to jail so i think people like giselle housewives like giselle are like thinking um oh god well what is our big story going to be but it's yeah. like you can have a season that's not explosive that's okay you girls are all funny we're still gonna watch like yeah just- i mean same thing with atlanta like and i you're that that's an amazing point because i said this recently i said ever since erica got arrested and jen got arrested it's like we don't need and Teresa, we don't need these scandal filled seasons I find it refreshing to just have a season where a bunch of little things went on, but we still remember. And it's fun to reach back at, you know what I mean? It doesn't always need to be, you know, like somebody's going to jail, somebody sexually harassed somebody, somebody can't be, husband can't be on there because they made somebody uncomfortable. Like it does not always have to be about that. Well, yeah. And here's a good example. When I think of Atlanta um, and one of my favorite seasons, I don't think of, um, what's one of the biggest scams oh um the phaedra and candy mm-hmm. fallout that was mm-hmm. a huge season that's not the one that's my favorite is season 10 because of the reunion where is your scooter bitch where Girl, where is is it? No <laughs> <laughs> but the way they all gathered kim that season then they all kind of came together and there wasn't any like huge real huge drama it was mm-hmm. just kind of like i love that season it's so good no i'm Atlanta Atlanta reunions generally besides this last one are my favorite just because I I love those women I really fucking do like they they know how to do reunions like oh oh my god (laughs) Marlo when she said oh sure Annie but one sec I had one more thing one little thing to say and then she goes you're a real bitch (laughs) (laughs) you're a bitch and a liar I said I said, Marlo, we can deliver that a little bit better than that. It like, was what the funniest thing? I recorded so many times. I was crying because it's like, <laughs> I thought I, she just had like one little more point to make, but she's like, no, you're a bitch. And a no, you're a bitch. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Marlo's trying, bless her heart. Apparently, she's like suspended from filming right now. Oh, oh why? Because well apparently from what i understand i don't know anything about this but if like multiple housewives have been suspended from filming before like if you're late 
to things often oh. like or things like that it can be like little things so I guess that's what happened it doesn't sound like it's that big of a deal um but yeah it's she right now she's not yeah. filming and I think it's just for like a week or two that's why she put that post up from what I understand yeah, from what I understand, it's it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, back to Potomac. Yes, I am. <laughs> I there's just one more thing that I have to point out, and it stuck out to me. And I know that nobody else, nobody else saw it, but it's really bothering me. What's that? Sharice's shoes during the strip. T- Did you see them? Oh no, I gotta go watch. They're oh. like Croc heels. Croc heels. Yeah, you know that. Have you seen Crocs with heels? No. That's what they are. I could not focus on anything else. And what the fact you, that no one's talking about it is pissing me off. What do you think of her? Sharice? Yeah. Mm. You know what's funny to me about Sharice? I didn't need her to come back if we're if, like just to answer that question really quick. What's funny to me about Sharice is the show was literally built off of her. Sharice was the core. She knew everybody. She mm-hmm. is the one that knew everybody when they developed Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm-hmm. And they kept asking her to be, why don't you be on? Why don't you be on? She's like, no, I'll give you these people. I'll give you these people. Because I think she was having issues in her marriage or something like that. And then her tale is old as time. Her husband said, you should be on it. <laughs> Any husband that says, oh, you should go on the show. They want a divorce. <laughs> oh, he pulled a Kelsey Grammer on. He pulled a Kelsey Grammer. He pulled a Sweet James from OC. He pulled, what? how many, what, what's that girl in Miami? Uh, <laughs> lotion lotion sign or whatever all of them if if your husband says sweetie you should go on real housewives of of anything he wants a divorce call your lawyer right now okay because or he's joe gorga which i don't know which is worse wanting a divorce joe gorga Mm. oh joe Gorga. oh i used to love him and now man what do you mean you still love him i used to love him i and i still loved him until maybe last year I couldn't I well I, I used to like Melissa too they they had me for years and then I'm like what for years yeah because I was like oh I was so against Teresa so I was I was on Caroline Manzo's side I'm still on Caroline Manzo's side and and so when all that went down and she's saying oh yeah you got three rolls of blubber 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 and I'm like how can anyone like Teresa? You know, but it, let me be clear. I was on Caroline Manzo's side when it came to Teresa. I don't have anything to do with that Manzo family drama. I don't want to be like, I don't even want to fucking talk about it. I don't fucking know. No, okay. I'm not talking about her testifying for her brother in law, whatever. I'm just saying when it came to Teresa, I agree with you. Can we? I know we're probably short on time, but I have to know who are your favorite current housewives from each city? Um, okay. From each city. Let us start with Atlanta. Current favorite housewife in Atlanta. And I cannot believe that I'm going to say this because it has been years upon years upon years and me and her have not had the best go about it. It's Kenya, isn't it? It is. Same. Because <laughs> I I never ever said Kenya should be fired. I never said Kenya should be fired. I'm not a person that really, but I think there's probably a handful of housewives that I thought should be fired. I never thought Kenya should be fired. She's just damn good at playing the role that uh, of the person I don't fucking like. Okay. And that yeah, I don't agree yeah. with. I liked Kenya this season. Um, I think she's a professional. She does her job. I also liked Candy this season. Candy is a person that I have to admire Candy just because of her work ethic 
like mama keeps a check. Okay. And it's baffling to me. And she opens a lot of doors for a lot of young black, you know, talent creators. And I love that. Um, then uh, where are we going after that? Um, oh, uh, Candy for me, she clocked in this season. My, she did. My, my normal problem, because I, I do love Candy, but my problem with her normally is that every event, she kind of acts like she doesn't want to mm-hmm. be there. But she didn't, I didn't get that this season. I like. Until this year, I was saying like, it was time for Candy to take a break. I really was. Yeah. Because, just, because like, she just, just doesn't like, seem engaged. Yeah. You, you can tell she doesn't really like the women, but it didn't feel like that this season. So. But I also think that Marlo made her clock in. So while I don't agree with Marlo and while she, you know, she didn't, she let me down. I know. think, I think that Marlo clock, Marlo made her clock in. Um, so yes, Candy and Kenya right now were my faves. Um, then we're going to Potomac um, again. Well, for this has always been Karen. I love my grand dame. I love Kern. Okay. But another person that I've been on a journey with, cause I did not like them at first is Candace. I, w- I could not stand her. And it's not necessarily that I was like, so team Monique. Um, that's a whole nother story for a different day. I often say I'm not going back to season five in that fight. Like I just can't, but Candace yeah. is growing on me. Um, and then in Beverly Hills, I, I love Garcelle. I love Garcelle. I'm very proud of Crystal. I really like her. I know that everyone's like, she's not clocking in, blah, blah, blah. Crystal clocks in in her own way when she needs yeah. to. Yeah. I really think she does. And she's a very intelligent, young, mm-hmm. beautiful housewife. I think she's great for the show. I love her. She is. I think she's good for the show too. She brings something different. And then in Salt Lake City, it's Heather. Mine would be Lisa for Salt Lake. But I love I, Heather. I, Heather, like the way she has risen for me in just this season, I, because I will say this about Salt Lake City, I was so indifferent about all of them. I did not give a shit. It's not that I was not on no one's side and like everyone's side, I did not care. Heather rose to has risen to the top for me. I find her so funny. Yeah. And so entertaining and just cutting right through the bullshit. Um, but yeah, those are my tops. I'm very, I am very excited to see what this new Roni brings. Me too. It'll be fun. I love okay. a whole new cast. Shake I love up. a new cast too. I, I say, like I said at the beginning, I think that we should be rotating more in these people that have been on since the beginning. I know Candy is like now the longest running Atlanta housewife ever. And I think that's great. I'm very happy for her. I just think that she hasn't done anything wrong to for me to think that she shouldn't be on the show, but I just think to get some, you know, keep these shows moving along, keep the evolution of housewives going, we should keep a new cast coming in like new people. Yeah, absolutely. Who are your tops? Um, it's um, Kenya. I'm trying to think the order you did them in. Kenya, Karen, but I think Ashley's going to come to the top now that she's getting a divorce because that's always been my problem. I'm like, why are you with him? I mean, obviously, she's, money, sm- but like- she's smart. She's smarter than I could ever be because there ain't no fucking way I would touch that baby Yoda. But she- <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, Garcelle for Beverly Hills, Lisa for Salt Lake City. Do you watch OC? Not really, no. I mean, it's garbage, but. Um, I might know that Tamara's back. Oh, Shannon, Shannon Bedore. Do you watch Miami? Oh no, I, Shannon's funny. 
I love Shannon. Shannon is a ball of chaotic energy. She makes me nervous. I, I mean, love- I've watched OC back off and on, just not religiously. Um, no, I watched the Miami the first time. And that's so funny. I said that I was going to do this season that just came back. Um, and I stopped watching Dubai like halfway through too. I did too. I just, I did, I did too. It was, it was a bit. Well, talk about manufactured. Oh my God, you can tell they all have studied. The that's how I. That's how I felt. It just wasn't. It didn't give like that Lisa from Salt Lake City energy, where she's. It seems like she does not know she's being filmed. But the ladies of Dubai, they all were aware and of very that. aware. Yeah, and, and that's. that's a- it makes it not fun. And that's why I'm saying, like I've said this before, I just, I fear, I fear that we're never getting back to the roots of Housewives and reality TV in general, because it has taken on like a whole different just yeah. beast. Those women that we started with, like, like Atlanta, for example, Nini, Sheree, um, Kim, um, all of the, all of them to begin with. You can tell that those women are like that, whether there's a camera on them or not. Yeah. You can really tell. And that's what made it so good. And same thing with Roni. I think for the most part, the back in the day, I do think that those women were like that, whether there was a camera on them or not. Um, and don't get me wrong. I had a good time watching most of Roni when it was only white women on the show. I hate to say that, but like, I, and I say that because I hate watching them and how they interact with Ebony. Like, but yeah, it, one thing it, it's like finding out. Yeah, it, it, it's like finding out your family member, like your aunt or something is. Exactly. Is, yeah. And, it, and you know what I mean? Like, it's the other thing that always like killed me about Roni. New York is one of the most diverse places in the United States. You wouldn't know it from Bravo. I was getting cussed out by a Dominican woman in Long Island just the other day on the phone at work. Like, it's diverse, okay? How you, I feel like you had to go out of your way to find a show of all white women or like cast all white women on that show. Uh, yeah. That's Real Housewives of the Upper East Side. Like not New York. Well, that's what, I mean, they need to like Beverly Hills, if they're going to fire all these people, they need to get, they need to get more women of color. You know, they need to, um, what, what about the new cast? I haven't really looked at them. Are they diverse? Of New York? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they are. There's that they are. I'll send you a picture when we get off of here. They, they're diverse and they're a little bit younger. And, you know, I think that it speaks to something else that I think it speaks to, because I just said this earlier to someone, it is so just naive of people to think that, oh, Ebony brought down the whole Roni empire. That's not true. Their ratings weren't good to begin with. The season before, before Ebony even got brought on, everyone was like, uh, and then to bring Leah in with those women that are literally old enough to be her aunties. Like, it's kind of how I feel about Summer House now. Like, those are two different age groups of people that aren't, they're not working together because they see things differently. You know what I mean? And they weren't friends organically. Yeah. It's like you have Ramona Luann and um, Sonia trying to make the same show that they've made for the past 10, 11, 12 years, shitting on each other, turtle time. Literally shitting on each other, shitting on the, shitting everywhere. How many times do I need to see them do that? Girl, they were shitting all over the world, traveling on vacation, just shitting 
on the floor. Like, disgusting. <laughs> when, like Ramona has peed like so many times. It's just, it, it makes no fucking sense. No fucking sense. I'm like, they had a good run. They did great. Ramona is like 64 years old. Jesus. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, th- this is the other reason why people should be excited about New York because he did say, maybe he's lying, but Andy did say at BravoCon that they are a real group of friends. Yeah. And yeah. The prob- and the problem is, all these other seasons go on is they throw new people in there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought it was kind of nice with Atlanta this year. Who's, uh, oh, I can't think of her name. The, Sonia. The, Sonia, the Olympian. She, they didn't even play it off this year like this is my friend no they just literally threw her into the mix you know they did. like um but but that's where it's like i i don't know there, there, there's something about um actually knowing that they hang out with each other outside of the show mm-hmm. you know? like bethany and carol were good friends even like kyle and teddy i hate them but they created a real friendship so mm-hmm. that's nice to know that they don't just <laughs> say, oh, it's time to film again. It's good to see you. I haven't seen you in Exactly. Months, yes. Because like even when the shows come back this year, they're like, oh, I haven't seen so-and-so since New York. Girl, the reunion. You haven't seen her since the reunion. Okay. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're saying here. The reunion. <laughs> I hate when they do that. It drives me crazy. It really fucking does. Yeah. Well, uh. it's like you break the wall all the rest of the time. You had Denise Richards sitting in front of the green screen. Like, we know that it's a television show. You don't say New York. You could say the reunion. Everyone wants Denise to come back. And I'm just like, listen, I don't, I don't agree with anything about how Denise, that whole Denise thing went down. I really fucking don't. I don't think that it's their business, whether or not she was looking twat or not. It's not her, anybody's fucking business. And I don't like that they tried to expose her, but she wasn't really giving me much in the first place before oh, that. I, I, everyone I talk to says the, the exact same thing but I I love Denise I love her I <laughs> I love her oh my god she's such a babe and and we need to know more about her sex life and her only fans and uh and maybe maybe it's because and I say this about Garcelle too because one of my friends was like you like her and because she and she doesn't watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills she's like she I think she said she was like she just gives me like uppity vibes I'm like no you don't understand like I have no choice but to like Garcelle in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills realm because like, I'm definitely not signed with them other bitches. And I do like Garcelle. I grew up watching her on TV. And so she was like, she is honestly one of an early black woman that I looked up to. I was like, oh, she's so gorgeous. I want to be like her. So I, I do like her, but I don't get a chance. Same thing, same way I felt about Ebony, same way I feel about Garcelle and Crystal. I don't really get a chance to know if I actually would enjoy them or not in a neutral setting. Yeah. When we're not not talking about microaggressions, racism, things like that. I don't, I don't get to find that out. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, that's so crazy to think about that um, because of these women, these like legacy women who are Mm -hmm. so ignorant that there's no choice, you know, we, we, we just feel for these women because of this situation that Bravo has thrown them into. And it's like, that's why I put more they need another black woman on the show next season you know who's, who's just, not Cherie who's mm-hmm. not Cherie because she did not have her back she had Diana's all. back what the fuck she posted a, she posted a happy birthday picture of Diana when all of that shit was going down but then in those text messages that they shared 
she says, Diana mm -hmm. says to Garcelle, <laughs> you made Cherie take my birthday post down. I don't think Garcelle made her, but if my friend posted that, if I was going through some shit with somebody, I'd be like, bitch, are you fucking serious? I know that's, that's the Garcelle that I'm like, I'd be like, be for the Garcelle is like, Cherie, Cherie, mm -hmm. you better take I didn't care for Cherie that much. Like, I don't know. Since she didn't she was, bring anything. She didn't, she didn't bring, anything. bring anything. She was just on Red Table Talk with fucking her sister wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. And I was like, <laughs> exhausted. We found out her and apparently Cherie and Will still go on vacations together without Jada. Oh. I don't want to hear any more about Will and Jada's relationship. Yeah. Oh at all. But we are going to go ahead and wrap it up there. Jared, please tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, search for Frisbee Jenkins. Um, and hold on. I always have to look up my Twitter cause I'm bad. With, okay. Um, Twitter, I post housewives like all day long. It's my drag Twitter. It's at Sasha bell three, the number three. <laughs> and you already know y'all know where you can find me on instagram at the podcast page at who asked me podcast and then uh, if you want to follow my personal page it, uh, it's at zell's life s-e-l-l-e-s life and then if you want to buy me a coffee i'm on buy me a coffee it's www.buymeacoffee.com backslash who asked me zero and oh, we will oh go ahead oh, sorry i have one more plug i forgot um because you saw you saw the uh, taglines the other day check out yes. my youtube search for the real drag wives um we have we have of iowa city minneapolis beverly hills it's it's stupid as fuck it's just drag queens um living out the housewives fantasy so search for the real drag wives no you seriously you all need to search for these because when i saw them on your story the other day I am notorious for like swiping through stories, but as soon as I heard those motherfucking taglines, I was unwell. You all have to check them out. Like, like Jared said on YouTube, it's so, so goddamn funny. And I'll share it on my Instagram page tomorrow on the podcast Thank Instagram you. page tomorrow. So you all can see, because I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And we will talk to y'all next week. All right. Thanks for having me.